Greetings, friends, and welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean. Today I wanted to do a short video. Uh, well, we'll see how short it ends up being. Uh, but I wanted to just look at Revelation chapter 11. Now, if you listen to our study in the Psalms yesterday, uh, the big theme, I'll pull it back up here, is about where Messiah is right now as far as position, authority, and all of that. And Psalm 110.1 said, The Lord said unto my Lord, or Jehovah said to my Lord, Sit thou at my right hand until I make, my, make thy enemies a footstool. And we examined uh, all the times that this is looked at in the New Covenant Scriptures, all the times it's mentioned, and how according to the book of Acts, according to the Gospel of Mark, according to the Apostle Paul in multiple instances, according to the Apostle Peter in his letters, uh, Messiah right now is at the right hand of God. Until all of his enemies have been made a footstool. Now the psalm, which is only seven verses, ends by saying, The Lord at thy right hand shall strike through kings in the day of his wrath. He shall judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with the dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. He shall drink the brook in the way, therefore shall he lift up the head. Now, this is probably going to have to be one of those uh, video series that's like three videos long of like 15 minutes because what I really wanted to do was go look at the end of Revelation. Um, but before we do that, I feel like we should take a look at chapter 11. And there's a reason for it because I'm looking at chapter 11 with uh, a few things in mind that's been going on lately. Um, mainly the intentional and obviously intentional destruction of the environment with the train derailments and all the chemicals going into the rivers and not an accident in my opinion. Uh, even the smoke that's visible here in the Midwest, here in the state of Indiana, uh, you've seen videos and uh, images coming out of New York City. Uh, from the fires that are raging in Canada right now and other parts of the world all simultaneously. Uh, the things being sprayed into the sky, the things being sprayed into the ground. There's this obvious intent on making everything from the air to the soil to the food supply destroyed or uh, unusable. Um, and so with that in mind... There's something interesting here in chapter 11 in the book of Revelation. So let's have a look at it. It starts off by talking about the two witnesses. And we're looking at 19 verses here. So open up your hearts and let's see if anything jumps out at us this morning. I'm not going to break down everything or try to act like I've got it all figured out. Um, I'm not a fan of when people act like they've got it all figured out. This is exactly how it's going to happen. You know my feelings on prophecy. It's understood in hindsight. When these things happen, we'll say, ah, there it is. But let's not pretend like we've got it figured out. However, we can glean a little bit. Let's have a look. Chapter 11. I'm reading from the King James Bible. It would be easier for me just to read the screen here in front of me, but there's just, I have, for me personally, 
to really get the full study, I got to look at an actual Bible. So here we go. And it was given me, this is the Apostle John, a reed like unto a rod. And the angel stood saying, Rise and measure the temple of God and the altar and them that worship therein. But the court which is without the temple leave out. And measure it not, for it is given unto the Gentiles, the holy city shall be tread under foot forty and two months. And I will give power unto my two witnesses, and they shall prophesy a thousand two hundred threescore days clothed in sackcloth. These are the two olive trees and the two candlesticks standing before the God of the earth. And if any man will hurt them, fire proceedeth out of their mouth, and devoureth their enemies. And if any man will hurt them, he must in this manner be killed. These have power to shut down heaven, that it rain not in the days of their prophecy. And have power over waters to turn in the blood, and to smite the earth with all plagues as often as they will. And when they shall have finished their testimony, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them, and kill them. And their dead bodies shall lie in the streets of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom in Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. By the way, it's not a hard mystery. Where was the Lord crucified? What we're dealing with here is the city of Jerusalem, which at this time has become spiritually Egypt and spiritually Sodom. Uh, All you have to do is... Examine Tel Aviv as an example, and you can see how these things can come to pass. So, we have the two witnesses, and there's many debates and arguments about who these are, what they represent. We're not going to get into all of that. What we do know is they have the power um, to bring plagues upon the earth, to withhold rain, those types of things. If anybody tries to kill them, they will be killed. But, But the beast will have the power to kill them. Um, I think this is a literal uh, thing, not a symbolic, because anytime there's literal days given of how long this is going to pass, I believe that that's to be taken literally, not uh, to be over-spiritualized. So, it says, for example, the Gentiles will tread the city for how long? 40 and 2 months. 42 months. The power will be given to the two witnesses for a specific set amount of time. 2,203 score days. Okay, let's continue on. And when they shall have finished their testimony, this is verse 7, the beast that ascendeth out of the bottomless pit shall make war against them and shall overcome them and kill them. And their bodies shall lie in the street of the great city, which is spiritually called Sodom and Egypt, where also our Lord was crucified. And they of the people and kindreds and tongues and nations shall see their bodies dead three days and a half and shall not suffer their dead bodies to be put in graves. So their bodies are going to lay in the streets for three and a half days and people from all over the world will see it. Not hard to imagine in our day, right? I imagine this will be seen through social media and uh, videos and things through cell phones, TV. And they that dwell upon the earth will rejoice over them and make merry and shall send gifts to one another because these two prophets tormented them that dwelt on the earth. Now, this is incredible. This is incredible. This will become a... When they die, it'll be like a holiday all of a sudden. People will be sending gifts to one another. 
like Christmas or something, right? Like, yay, the prophets are dead who kept prophesying that the Lord was coming and that judgment was coming and and they just and they were bringing plagues upon us and we weren't getting our rain and it's all their fault. And after three and a half days, the spirit of the life from God entered into them and they stood up on their feet. And a great fear fell upon them, which this, which saw them. So imagine you're looking at your Instagram story feed or Facebook story feed or whatever it is that people are using primarily nowadays. Everybody's rejoicing. Hey, the prophets, you know, they're dead. Now things are going to go back to normal. Now we're going to have peace again. And then they stand up alive three days, three and a half days later. That's going to strike some fear in some people according to the scriptures here. And... So not only do they see them, and fear falls upon them, verse 12, And they heard a great voice from heaven, saying, Come up hither. And they ascended to heaven in a cloud, and their enemies beheld them. There's going to be an audible voice from heaven, and the witnesses are going to be resurrected and caught up. That same hour, there was a great earthquake, and a tenth part of the city fell. And in the earthquake were slain of men seven thousand, and the remnant were affrighted and gave glory to the God of heaven. The second woe is past, and behold, the third woe cometh quickly. So there's going to be uh, there's going to be a uh, well, first of all, there's going to be a great earthquake. Seven thousand people dead. Seven thousand people dead but they're going to give glory to the God of heaven because they're going to know who's doing what, right? At this point, there's no denying who's doing what, who's in charge. And I would argue even before we get to this point, the people of the earth know that the judgments coming upon them are coming from God himself, but they refuse to repent according to the scriptures. Four more verses that I want to look at real quick. Verse 15. And the seventh angel sounded, and there was great voices in heaven, saying, The kingdom of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord, and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. Remember, according to the psalm, the prophecy here, he's going to sit at the right hand of God, the Father, until all of his enemies have been made a footstool. And then when we go to 1 Corinthians, Paul says, Once that's all complete, then he's going to hand the kingdom back to God the Father God the Father verse 16 and the four and twenty elders which sat before God in their seats fell upon their faces and worshipped God saying we give thanks O Lord God Almighty which art and which wast and art to come because thou hast taken to thee thy great power and hast reigned now listen and the nations were angry and thy wrath is come, and the time of the dead that they should be judged, and that thou shouldest give reward unto thy servants, the prophets, and to the saints, and to them that fear thy name. Small and great. Now listen. And shouldest destroy them which destroy the earth. The Bible prophesies that there's going to be some people in high places 
that are going to destroy the earth. I would argue that that's been going on now for 50 or 60 years, and it's ramped up to a, a to unthinkable highs now. Soil in many places of the world is just worthless. Many of the food-bearing crops are completely manipulated genetically, and I mean, corn is almost impossible to find unmodified. And you see what's happening. And according to scriptures, it's only going to ramp up more and more. But God is going to judge them for that. He's going to judge among the heathen. He shall fill the places with dead bodies. He shall wound the heads over many countries. Last verse in our study today. And the temple of God was opened in heaven, and there was seen in his temple the ark of his testaments. And there were lightnings and voices and thunderings and an earthquake and great hail. Much more we could talk about. But I just, this was just coming to my mind recently. Just really been thinking about that a lot. And so I thought off the back of our psalm from yesterday, talking about Messiah and his rule and his reign and what's to come, this would be a good place to start. If you want me to continue this series in the book of Revelation with these short videos, like 15 minute videos, let me know in the comments below. Please share the video with other people. Please like and subscribe. And if you're being blessed by the ministry of truth here, please go to scriptureandprophecy.com and you can support it by going to donate and support at the top. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.